Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. I am your host, Mad Max, and today we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, Right now, I'm going to talk about the Selena series on Netflix right now. I honestly didn't didn't want to because I was never really a big fan of it. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Selena or anything like that. I mean, I'm down here in Texas. Who wouldn't be? But at the same time, I kind of felt that, you know, they're kind of beating a dead horse with this series. But at the same time, I was like, what the hell? I'll give it a chance. And right now we're going to cover both seasons, seasons one and two. We'll probably go over into some spoiler territory. So if you're not seeing the series, come back and listen to me. Or if you don't care about spoilers, you know, hey, feel free to listen along. But anyway, uh, the series now... If you have not seen the 1997 film Selena starring Jennifer Lopez and Edward James Olmos, uh, that's basically, I would say that's basically like a sugar-coated, sugar-coated version of the events that transpired with the, with Selena's life story. I mean, you see her growing up, you see her kind of have those humble beginnings at the carnivals and things like that, and then you see her rise uh, to superstardom, the Netflix series goes into more detail uh, of her upbringing, of her you know constantly on the road, constantly performing, and you know and things like that, of her becoming a superstar and things like that. And Christian uh, uh, I I feel bad for butchering that girl's name, but Christian Sorotos uh, or something like that. Uh, but she plays Selena in this uh, series uh, all the way from the time she's a, a mid-aged teenager to the to, uh, to her early 20s and things like that. And she gives probably a solid performance. She gives a solid performance in the first season. And then her performance got even better with the second season. Um, I will say that uh, although I didn't. Although I did enjoy Jennifer Lopez's performance, I thought there was a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, like I felt Christian kind of delved deeper into the singer's uh, personal life, more so with the torment of going on tour and trying to run a business, trying to be normal and things like that, following her dreams and the stuff that she wanted as a young woman and things like that. To whereas Jennifer Lopez kind of just brushes over it you know, very quickly with like a scene or a phrase or something like that. That was always interesting. Um, But the series really captured like the innocence of her upbringing and her rise to this, you know, rise to superstardom. And then season two kind of deals with um, season two definitely deals with the last, uh, I, I would say the last four to five years of her life, if that makes sense. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that kind of deals with not only the turmoil of her, you know, being, you know, she wins her, she wins the first Grammy and things like that. She, you know, her boutique starts opening and you know everything about her is starting to become a, a, a major superstar. And she's making that, that crossover from Tejano singer to mainstream appeal. And I think the series really encaptured that to whereas the Jennifer Lopez film, we kind of just capture from selling out you know getting a number one hit with us with some of her songs back in the day and then we kind of cut to her kind of in the early stages of designing her boutique but however she's already well within her music career um uh the performances in the series from everybody i'm i'm i really don't really i really don't know everybody's name i know the woman that plays her mom 
the woman that plays Selena's mom, I, I want to say that's, uh, I want to say that's the same girl from the Selena movie with Jennifer Lopez. If you go back and watch the movie and the scene where Selena and her friend are at the mall trying on dresses and anything, that friend actually plays Selena's mom in the series, which I thought was kind of cool. And, uh, so, I mean, that, that ultimately tells me that they kind of are embedded with the roots. And I guess that was like a little, uh, a way of tributing the movie in some aspects. I think the guy that plays a B, uh, uh, the guy that plays AB really, uh, really kind of, I don't want to say he takes a back seat, but you know, he takes much more of a bigger back seat than, uh, John Vargas who plays AB in the movie to where, you know, AB was kind of, you know, the producer of all her music. However, he does get a lot of times to shine and you kind of see the, the interesting relationship that he, she has with her family and her siblings and things like that. I'm not going to lie. I, there, there was a moment in the show where she does meet a very young Beyonce. And a lot of people thought that was like, where the hell did that come from? But according to Beyonce, she actually did meet Selena back in the day at the Houston Galleria. So, uh, I guess when they were making the show, they were, you know, they thought they were going to squeeze that in there because it's a very brief moment, but even Beyonce herself even says it was very brief. You know, I didn't, you know, I wasn't, she wasn't a, uh, a pop star yet, you know, she wasn't really, she hadn't even started Destiny's Child yet, and, uh, but, you know, to have that little moment, like, that little tidbit in there was kind of interesting, you know, her, to her, to be an influence of a young up-and-coming star like that, which is always cool, and, uh, and, uh, you know, that was, a, a lot of people thought that just kind of came out of nowhere, but, you know, that actually came from Beyonce herself, so, it's not necessarily out of nowhere, but it's more so like a tip of the hat. That's why I say, you know, it's a cool little Easter egg in there and things like that. But at the same time, I, I will say I will say there's a lot of moments that they captured from real life, like real life interviews, real life uh, guest appearances on shows and all this other stuff that really kind of and captured more so of Selena to where I want to say the movie does a lot of the live action performances really well, like the costume designs, the move set, you know, everything. I will say that the movie, the movie definitely brings that to a head and, um, to whereas the show kind of gives you a much more intimate look at Selena with her guest appearances on certain shows, uh, certain interviews and things like that. You kind of get a more rounded character from uh uh christian from christian i'm sorry i'm not even gonna try to say her last name because i know i keep messing it up but um but yeah man this show was this the i will say this the for the first season does kind of wane a little bit like it i don't want to say it's boring but it does take a while for the show to pick up you know what i mean like it's not until like the last three episodes that it starts to build up a little bit and then of course we're introduced to the uh the character of Yolanda Saldivar uh you know who ultimately was the woman who murdered her uh and even that man I think and even that that build up to that to uh to that uh that very sad moment in 1995 when Selena was murdered uh it, the build up to that was so intense that the payoff at the end uh, I will say where it does outshine the movie is the ending. You know, the ending has one of the has the heartbreaking moment where, you know, it's just 
the family, you know, going to the hospital and finding out that Selena didn't make it uh, after being gunned down and it with the song playing in the background. Now, the series ends has that great moment where she walks. They go to the hotel, but you don't see them walk into the room. They kind of cut to like another maid in another room. You hear the gunshot and that's it. And it's like, wow, that that really kind of goes into that. And then you see the heartbreaking moment when her father and her brother arrive at the hospital and it kind of everything is kind of like a slow motion shot, you know, and then it cuts to one month later. And that's where it really hits the song Dreaming of You. It made that song this ending scene made that song much more depressing than what it actually was. I will say, we're the, like I said, the two endings of the films are very similar. I think the series did it a lot better. I really do, uh, because it gives you the... Not, I don't want to say the hope, but it kind of gives you the family's wherewithal as they do it. And I had, and like that, that was something that I didn't even know. Like, the family had never heard the song Dreaming of You until about a month or about a month or two after Selena had already passed away. And then, you know, slowly but surely you kind of see the healing process. Like I, I really liked I really liked uh the fast forward of how it affected everybody. You know, A B sitting in the recording studio and he plays the song for the first time. That was very emotional. You know, Chris, you know, Chris Perez on the, on the bed listening to the song for the first time. That was super emotional because if anybody who knows that story, he really loved her and really didn't, you know, really kind of felt, you know, out of place with that. And, and uh, Suzette, same thing. The parents kind of grieve in the same way. You know, the movies, it's kind of like a, it's like a montage scene, so to speak, of what happens. But uh, it's uh, but in the series, everybody everybody deals with it differently you know what i mean like you see the the fans kind of crawl you know kind of falling out of falling on themselves and things like that it's really really emotional in a way that in the way i in my opinion in a way that the movie never ever really uh did like the like i said the movie was kind of like a montage of what happened of a collection of scenes of this of the family finding out that selena had passed away this one really kind of feels much more intimate, much more devastating, and much more emotional, man. It, I will say that they, they really kind of made, you, like, if you knew the story of Selena, you kind of are, it's like one of those movies that you kind of already know where the story is leading up to. It's like, I, I, like a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, they're building up to that point at Live Aid, but you kind of already know because Freddie Mercury is no longer with us, that eventually they're going to mention that, you know, eventually they're going to get to that point. Uh, it's the same thing with the Selena series. You're building up to that moment where, you know, Selena does eventually pass away at a very young age. And it's, it's a heartbreaking moment. It really, they really brought the drama, the suspense, the, uh, the wherewithal of losing a loved one that so very dear on the verge of being a superstar and you know season like i said season two definitely outdoes season one in almost every single way from the writing to the performances to everything that um everything that uh just it, you know it it 
season like I like I said earlier, season one was kind of a slow burn to whereas season two. I don't want to say season two picks up, but it definitely shines in a way that it like it it, ha- it added that it added that extra that extra the extra whatever it's like I said it's, it, in season one season something was missing like there was something missing that kind of felt a little tacked on it kind of felt a little um, a little more so uh, like they were kind of just brushing over certain moments in her life from the time she be, she goes out on the road as is Tejano star to the eventually time where she like season one ends with her I don't want to say I don't I, I don't think it's her meeting Yolanda Saldivar. I think it's them mentioning, hey, we have somebody who thinks they can run your fan club, Yolanda Saldivar. That's how season one ends, and then of course season two is the heartbreaking ending of of her death and things like that. But I will say this season my overall opinion from the the, the depiction of Selena from the from Jennifer Lopez's movie to the Netflix series is that if you watch the movie it's a very entertaining movie and it's a great performance from Jennifer Lopez. If you watch the Netflix series, it's a very entertaining series and a great performance from Christian Serratos. And, um, basically like you can watch the movie and still be entertained. You can like, the series is basically like a director's cut. They expanded the story and they, they introduced stuff that, 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 that the movie kind of left out. So like you can watch the movie you can watch the movie and think that, wow, that's pretty cool. And then you can watch the series like, wow, that's pretty cool, too. Like they they kind of service each other. Like we knew the story. We knew everything and things like that. It's just that the movie was the movie to whereas the Netflix series was more of the like Like I said, like a director's cut because they broke it down into I think it's like 18 or 19 episodes of chronologically setting up what would eventually become her rise to superstardom and then her abrupt end. And, you know, it, it, it was pretty good. You know, I, I had my hesitations when they announced it because I felt as if, man, they're kind of beating a dead horse here. She's been gone for, man, she died in 95. And that's that's like almost 25, 26 years now. And, um, you know, that definitely had an impact. I mean, I, I was living in Corpus Christi when she passed away. So, you know, but then but then again, I was only like maybe four three or four years old when it happened so i mean it it kind of it kind of affected people in different ways when the movie came out you know movie came out like two three years later after she died and then the netflix series came out i think at the beginning i think in the summer of 2020 and uh so this show was not that bad you know it does start off kind of like I said. It does start off kind of slow. By the time you get to season two, you're fully invested, and they they really fire on all cylinders in season two. The song selections they have of like the early recordings of, of some of her most iconic hits are pretty good. The performances are all there. I will say some of the performances in the mo- in the in the uh, in the series are better than the one in the movie. Like I I don't know. It's a toss up between. Jennifer Lopez and Christian Sorotos. I, I I can't really pick one. They're both kind of the same. Much like when I did, um, like when I did the Tomb Raider review, like uh, Angelina Jolie and 
and and Alicia Vikander play the same character. I picked Alicia Vikander because she kind of played it. She kind of gave it a little bit more depth. If I had to pick the one that kind of off that analysis alone, I'd probably go Christian Sharotos because she kind of gives you a little bit more of an emotional weight as the series progresses to whereas Jennifer Lopez, you see her in her early stages of her career and then they kind of blossom over a lot of things. And then by the time we know it, she's already, you know, an adult, a pop star making that transition into the American audience. And, you know, like I said, it's kind of sugarcoated in my opinion. Uh, but nonetheless, it's still a great performances from both actresses. Um, but overall, I, I highly recommend it. Like if 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 you're looking for something to watch, that would be something to watch on Netflix. The show is pretty good. If if you can get through season one, you'll definitely enjoy season two. Uh, honestly, I know my mom and my sister were bawling when we got to the end of that Netflix series, and it is emotional. It it really is, because like I said, they put everything they had into this second season, and I, I'll go on record in saying that. The, the way they handled the way the Netflix series handled the ending was much better than the way they did it in the movie. And that's no disrespect to everybody involved with the movie. But at the end of the day, that's where I think the series kind of separated itself from the movie. Like you could pay homage to the movie or you could tribute the movie however way you wanted to. But at the same time, you have to be able to tell the same story in your own way. Like, you're telling the same story, but you have to be able to put your mark on it. Uh, But anyway, guys, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this episode. If you like this, make sure you hit that like and subscribe. Make sure you follow me on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're uh, streaming your podcast from. Make sure you follow the, uh, the Madhouse podcast on all social media outlets the madhouse 21 instagram and twitter be sure to be be sure on the be sure to be on the lookout for uh my fast and the furious series oh sorry about that i think the line kind of cut out there in a minute my my yeah my my equipment is starting to starting to fail on me but anyway guys like i was saying um follow the podcast be on the lookout for my other episodes i am going to do the fast and the furious i'm probably gonna do it weekly so next week be on the lookout for uh the next chapter in the Fast and the Furious. Uh, tomorrow, I I know I was kind of going back and forth about the Star Wars thing, but if I'm gonna do all nine, if I'm gonna do all ten Fast and the Furious, why not do all eleven uh, uh, Star Wars entries? I'll do new releases of movies and things like that. I do have a lot of more episodes that are coming out as they come. I'm still trying to debate on when I'm going to release them, but yeah, please be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for the Fast and the Furious, the Star Wars legacies. Uh, be on the lookout for Invincible. I'm definitely looking excited about that i i've caught up and i've wrote and i wrote my review for it i just haven't been haven't had a chance to record or anything like that but be on the lookout for those there's a few other movies that are coming out uh uh later on this month and i know i got some movies coming out in in june and things like that so like i said be patient with me follow the podcast i appreciate everybody's love and support so far be on the lookout for new episodes as they come as always guys be sure to embrace your inner madness